Good morning, Toby and Merrill. Hi, can I speak to Kim, please? Uh, hold for one moment, please. Thank you. Toby and Merrill, this is Kim. How can I help you? Kim, it's Joey Jingola. Oh, how are you? Good. Hey, I was like, who is Kent, Ohio? This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Jingola. Let's get into it. Ultimately, we'll have both of them on the website, but where's the focus? That's actually one of the questions the developer gave to us, because we also have, like, we can do auto, home, business, life. There's a lot of stuff. I want to put everything on the website, but you need to have a a focus so you don't go crazy. Truer words have maybe never been spoken. That's my good friend Kim Wood of Toby and Merrill Insurance in Hampton, New Hampshire, and talking about, well, you know, Hey, we're, and if you remember the last episode Kim was on, was um, what should you promote on your website, I believe. I was kind of tempted to make this a part two, but I don't know, maybe maybe it slightly slips out and expands into its own thing. And But really talking about focus, one, and we're getting into some other areas surrounding that focus and what it will allow to happen as a result. Um, I don't know, man, every time I, every time I try to talk myself back into... Well, yeah, you guys do a lot of things and you're part of the community and you need to be this, that, or the other. I'm always like reminded, like getting slapped with like a freaking cold fish or something that it's just about laser focused on a very small section of a, of a, of a, of a line of business or an industry or whatever. That's where a lot of the, the more profitable agencies that I come across sit and certainly much easier to find success online when you dedicate yourself to one or two things that are probably more specific than you feel comfortable with. And then if you can't make money just on that thing, then flesh out a very, very detailed plan on what the next you know, steps are. What, you know, from the first policy, what's the next policy? What's the third policy? What's the fourth policy? And that's how it actually becomes, you know, reality. That's how it makes money, right? You know, you might not be, there's the term loss leader for a reason, right? I don't know that that's necessarily what you want to do, but thinking about, do you want to bring them in on something that is marginally profitable? Maybe it's just a break even or whatever, whatever you think you can get attention on and focusing the website. Again, there's no right or wrong answer. It's just deciding as kim said so you don't go crazy because you can promote everything you can but again at that point this is a cliche alert you know then you're talking to no one really right when you're promoting and trying to be everything for everyone then you're not really pleasing anybody it's just it's very hard to remember when going through these processes now again kim has actually i believe this this whole website redesign has taken place so you can go check that out and see how that turned out for yourself um, at, at, uh, at the website. Um, and, and it's great. You know, it's, it's always fun when you get to focus on something and figure out what you are, who you are, who you want to be, because then it makes it a lot easier for the people who are going to use it. Yeah. Cause we're all working on kind of something different and 
I used to, at the Transamerica side, did more project management around website building, but it was internal website building. Mm -hmm. So it's completely different than kind of building a website from new. I'm excited just because I think we can kind of, it's not going to be immediate. We put the website live. We're going to get a hundred awesome leads that are qualified and will get to us, but we can start using it with different marketing tools just to get it used more. That's a pretty fantastic mindset. Almost perfect in my opinion, because Kim understands the reality of the situation. Of course, she just wants to get the thing used more. And I'm pretty sure I remember just smiling as she had kind of said that to me, you know, this conversation is a little over a year old and I said, yes, yes, Kim, you're not going to get a hundred leads the first day you launch the website, which amazingly enough is, I don't want to say the default expectation, but there is a unrealistic expectation of once you do hit publish as to the impact it is going to have on the world and spoiler alert, not much. I don't know. I'm. I don't. I don't want to be the one that has to tell you this, but mostly nobody cares about anything outside of where their next cup of coffee is coming from, or not having a substantially below-average pizza experience, because those are the things that actually matter in life, and certainly not an insurance website that they don't want to go to for a thing they really don't are want to are excited to buy. That's it. Those are the realities of the situation. So. Um, yes, it is better to get it up, get it used and create somewhat of an experience and then learn from those experiences that you slowly start to create and then just momentum, 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 more experiences, better experiences, more experiences, better. That's, there you go. That's a pretty decent formula, right? Get some more experiences then improve them and then do Yeah. Yeah. Right. So it's, it's learning from the things that you put out there and not overthinking it too, too much focusing, not going crazy. Those are very, very important parts of the process of, of really just kind of figuring out what you're going to present online and to who, because the, <laughs> the one thing that is going to happen, uh, no matter what, and this is again, very prevalent in the younger, we'll call them sometimes millennial generation is they're going to Google it first. So there's a lot that can kind of help with it. Because as I say, if you go anywhere, especially millennials, they're going to Google it first before they call you, no matter what it is. So you kind of have to have that good first impression before they reach out. I don't really want to overstate the thing, but that could be a potential flaming mic drop with a nuclear explosion going off in the background. That's kind of it. I mean, very subtly, it snuck up on you. I mean, it was it was a it was a very very sneaky uppercut that Kim landed right on the jaw. And this I, I would I would argue that this goes beyond millennials. This is really just humans at this point. But they're going to Google it, and you need to have that good first impression, right? Regardless of anything else, regardless of if they never found you based on a niche topic or piece of information or education or whatever, right? If that never happened, at the very least, at the very least. When they do come across your agency's name, they're going to say to themselves and then to Google, who are these people? What do they do? What are they like? And should I do business with them? Now, they might not ask those questions specifically, but they will just simply type your name into Google or in some cases, say it to Google and it will provide them with whatever you have decided to provide them. And 
And that's it. That's what the first impression of, hey, which would should be, you know, we are smart, knowledgeable, experienced, authentic, trustworthy, all of the, the standard, you know, adjectives that we associate, we've put into, uh, you know, plastered them up on billboards, we've said in radio ads, these are the things that necessarily aren't as important to say yourself, but allow the website to speak Again, subconsciously, that's probably not true. But again, you want to use strong language, but you don't want to overstate the fact because, again, if you say you're trusted, then I don't know. It's it's much trust is a much easier thing, in my opinion, to show than it is to say. And the power of showing it is much more powerful when you can do it well and execute. And so that's what you know. I think is the big focus here is how do you how do you display that trust in a way that everybody can kind of see that the great first impression that people will say, oh, wow, oh, wow, hey, yes, this is where I need to be, this is where I wanna go. That's what you're looking for because it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen if you don't really focus on on what that is, right? Now, of course, the focus doesn't necessarily need to be on a line of business. It could just be focusing you know, the agency a little bit, who we are, what we do, really tightening it up. I mean, really getting down to, uh, if you want to use, uh, we had Donald Miller at Elevate uh, 2019 this past year. And he, again, everybody kept talking about you know, his oversimplified message, right? If you want to go through that test of, of what is that message, plain and simple, how do you make that as relatable as possible? How do you maybe introduce some pain in the equation? What's going to again happen if they don't, you know, work with you? All of those fun things, right? Part of the story brand process. Um, just really, I mean, spend time. If you spend time on anything, right? If you spend time on anything, it's that, right? What is that one sentence? Um, six words, seven words. What does that thing say about who you are and what you do? Uh, spend time on that. And then everything else, it's, you know, it's important, but just get going. Just have fun with it. Enjoy the fact that you have the ability to communicate with the people you want to do business with and show them a level of who you are that has just recently become available that people are now fully exploring. That is what happens when you truly focus because then then it's much easier for that first impression to make them want to do business with you. I really just have to compare notes at this point, and it's really for anybody out there who has really just left the house for any period over you know a couple of hours with children, and it becomes a philosophical question about what is necessary to bring with you and what is not. And I tell you what, nothing gets more magnified than when you do leave the house for an extended period of time on any sort of trip or vacation. And it becomes a matter of really you saying to yourself, where have I gone wrong? And how are these concepts not fully comprehended at this stage? And if you're not careful, you'll just notice you'll wake up one day to multiple backpacks that have slowly accumulated throughout the week around the house filled with toys. And you have irrational conversations with children like why an entire family of baby dolls can't come with you. And it gets to the point where it just crescendos where ultimately somebody says, if we need to bring all this stuff, we're just gonna stay home. What about you? Have you had similar conversations with your children? JoeHateAgencyNation.com, I have to know, just for my own personal sanity, really. 
And uh, yeah, that's it. JoeyDigestination.com. If you want to make sure that you are not unnecessarily packing or carrying excess baggage in your agency, sure. Head on over to agencynation.com slash newsletter and hang out with me, spend Sunday mornings. It'll be a good time, I promise. I uh, keep up to date with all of the recent ongoings. agencynation.com slash newsletter. <laughs>